America's founders knew power corrupts, and ultimate power corrupts ultimately, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's why they built in checks and balances to prevent any one group from seizing all power. And that's why our president is elected by a college of electors, to protect the rights of little states like Delaware and Wyoming against giants like New York and California. After all, our country is a republic, the United States of America, not the United States. Our states are independent, sovereign powers who created the federal government, not the other way around. And that's why all power ultimately lies in we the people and the states, not a central dictatorship of cronies. Did you know that? Thank God for the U.S. Constitution. Find out more how our amazing Constitution and Bill of Rights protect us, the citizens, against power-craves politicians in Washington. Help us take back America. Go to OurAmericanRights.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm Fred Penny, your host, uh, using my uh, gas mask. Here with Todd Kunin, uh, with Denise Dirks and Cal Hunter. Do not adjust your volume. Cal, do not adjust my volume. This I, is I, the way it's supposed to be. I, the I mask, had to turn it down a little bit. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, the mask, the mask is just making it difficult for ah. me to talk. But... It's okay. I've got my, uh, you know, my hazmat suit on. Todd, you've got your hazmat suit I, on, I, I see. I, I do, but, you know, I didn't put the helmet on before we got on the air. So uh, since you and Denise are both wearing helmets, I figure wearing I'm helmet, okay. Denise? Are you wearing one? Yeah, you, she won't even talk She's to not her. even going to talk. Todd is a no-suitor. Uh, and we have no uh, vaxxers. Todd's an anti-suitor. Yes, I'm a, I, I'm a conscientious objector to suits. <laughs> well, all i got to say is I don't trust Denise and Todd. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you he washed your hands up. I did. Anyway, well, let me take the mask off here. Let me take the mask off. Thank oh, you. Hold Sorry, on. Denise. Hold yeah, yeah. Right, your, your mask interfered, Denise. Cal, yeah. I don't hear myself either. Well, I don't know. You're there. I can All see right. you and so I can hear you. So I don't know why you hey, don't. Hey, it's, it's March 14, 2020. Cal's asleep in there and turning no, the not. buttons <laughs> and playing around. No, I'm not. I'm not. It's all right here. It's all right here. We're streaming it. 855-LAW-RADIO. This is the most entertaining, exciting, and, and sometimes informative show on earth. Uh, and we are a legal show, believe it or not. But uh, we really talk about general topics of law. Seek legal counsel. We're not giving you advice. The only time we want you to use us as an example is when someone is either at a, you know, you're hanging out at the bar with someone, you're at your in-law's house, and they say, they say, and you just stop them with the they say and counter them with a radio law talk says as follows. So that's about the only time you want to use us as expert uh, testimony of some sort. You know, we, we should do. Wait. See, see, 
Apparently, only two of us can be on at any one time yes. in the microphone. Well, this, so. was, this is the challenge. I turned on Denise's <laughs> mic, and I turned yours off. Hey, well, Cal, would you put your shirt back on? I like that on? idea. Well, it is Naked Radio Day today, so I'm sorry. You got your speedo. Yeah. Would you put your shirt on? I'm yes, yes. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, I think that's on backwards. But anyway, uh, we should we, yeah. we should come up with, like, Radio Law Talk flashcards that can be... Flash con- what? Con- flashcards that can be concealed for dinner conversations <laughs> so that when somebody brings something up, you just look down at the Radio Law Talk flashcard. Uh, well, as a matter of fact, in the landmark case of Fishbine versus Arizona, whatever, you know, yeah. come up with something. There will Leave be no, you, flashing on, no flashing on you. the show. None. No flashing Denise on the show. Denise Dirks no. is a family law attorney. I'm a personal injury lawyer, and Todd is a former prosecutor for the DA's office in a couple of states, and a criminal uh, defense lawyer, Cal Hunter, thinks he's a lawyer, and a three-time Emmy-nominated, but never a winner. Nope, I'm uh, just producer. a prisoner of love, Fred, yes, that's all I am. I know am. you are. <laughs> 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 Cal's hot one today. Hey, all I got to say with all this, you know, cor- I don't even know how coronavirus thing going on. Look, all you have to do in life right now, forget about the toilet paper, Forget about getting, you know, anything. Just listen to Radio Law Talk. We will be your connection in life. Just hook on to us. We will always be here, to my knowledge. Are you saying we're electronic toilet paper? Yes, we are. That's exactly right. No, get a bidet is what I'm saying. I was thinking that earlier today, too. Whoever thought that there would be a run on toilet paper, and apparently, apparently, eight and a half by yep. eleven copy machine paper, because I yes. couldn't find any of that. Or leaves, tea <laughs> because, leaves. Because apparently, when the toilet paper ran, I was like, "Well, it is seventeen pound copy paper, but that'll work." Cal, <laughs> what is in my? house? You've been in my house. Yes. What is in my house? See, tell tell our listeners why Fred Penny is so smart. Brett Penny is so smart because in every room in the house, mm-hmm. there's a wheelbarrow full of toilet paper. <laughs> no. What's in your bathroom, oh. in the guest bathroom? Oh, there's, there's a bidet. Bidets. Yeah. I have bidets in all my houses. They Any make house? me very uncomfortable. I know it does. <laughs> Cal is very uncomfortable. He sits in that bidet. I'm goes, just saying. Now, what's this button for? Oh, what's that button? I didn't mean to touch yeah. that button. Yeah. Oh, there's it's another a, button. It's a spritz. <laughs> it, it is a little stunning. Cal as well. <laughs> Cal, what the heck? Uh, where's the where's the temperature on that thing there? Uh, I, I put it on when Cal's coming. I put it on at like 110. Hey, hey Cal, yeah. how long did it take you to realize that it was supposed to be for your bum and not your face? Uh, well, I still is oh, that what it's for? Oh, I, oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, Fred, Fred popped it up to 110. Cal's in there with a mug on. Hey, this will be yeah. great for some herbal I, tea. I'm genuflecting yeah, exactly. in front of the porcelain oh. throne, and I'm going, oh wait a minute. That's I'm not right. quite sure what all the brown stuff is. Right. Right. So, yeah. I, I said I wanted a cup of Joe, but this is ridiculous. Uh, oh, Cal, yeah, what is it? We are what? 11 minutes into the show, we've already gone off the rails. That's, That's nice. No, Denise is here. <laughs> or five minutes into the show. Sorry, I don't know. Oh. I can't even tell time. So. WZXI, don't turn off 1280 AM, 95.5 FM, and 94.1 FM, Lancaster, Kentucky. Welcome to the show. Uh, KHNC, 1360 AM in Johnstown, Colorado. Thank you for adding us. And KRFE, I'm going to throw a shout-out, big one. To KRFE Lubbock, Texas, f- uh, 580 AM, 95.9 FM. Go to Lubbock. You know why I'm shouting them out? They shouted us out. They called our affiliates uh, relations manager and said they loved our show. They thought it was, I think they thought, what people think is 
boring radio law talk yeah let's just throw it in a slot and next thing you know they can't turn the thing off because this is just comedy this is a comedy central with a touch i'm talking just a touch of law we're going to discuss yeah just just a just a smidge it's like one of those uh it's like remember the old days with iron chef where they'd have the mystery ingredient and and whatever meal they made had yes. to have the mystery ingredient yes. in there you know and somebody make a full-on steak dinner what's the mystery ingredient well it was uh shallots okay yeah so we had the little bit we put over here but everything else is it's normal yeah, <laughs> is yeah. normal well we do have a thing called case or no case to those of you who don't know and we're not don't know much about the show cal we're not going to start it yet but Thank this you. is this is where cal tells us a case okay and then either he made it up or it's a true case we got to determine whether or not it's a case and what the outcome is and denise and i and todd we battle this out and the first one to 50 points that individual gets a free dinner anywhere they want within uh, the continental U.S., I think. That's the rule. <laughs> With, uh, within the continental counties that we yeah, – or, or, the adjoining counties where we broadcast yes. this show. Uh, and, then, and then we actually took Cal last time. We had to just Which to was very nice. kind of yes. you. Very kind of you. I appreciate it. It was a little that. embarrassing, but we had to take him. You know? It was a nice dinner. I liked it a lot. Yeah, so that's what that is, and that's coming up. But we're going to talk about the Durst trial is still going on. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly's back in the news, the R&B singer, about his – court case coming up we got to talk about weinstein and what he said after his sentencing or before his sentencing and after he was uh, found guilty the, the led zeppelin on the latest stairway to heaven and uh, i'm trying to think of the name of the song what's the other spirit song? spirit taurus taurus was the song i always get those backwards yeah spirit taurus song and then yeah John, ready for the shocker cal there's got to be a ding ding give me a sound well, for what? There's some, it's, it's no drum roll type sound. Oh, oh we, we got it's it. It's something. Okay. okay, guess what? We're going to have to talk about Johnny Depp again. He's, oh, there's boy. another lawsuit. There's lawsuits talking. We always say without Johnny Depp, I don't know if we'd ever have a, have a, have a show. So we're going to talk about Johnny Depp's uh, latest lawsuit and, and what's going on there in that trial. So, uh, but again, uh, case or no case. Don't forget, I'm your host, Frederick Penny. You can call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, which is what phone number? It's 855-529-7234. Or tweet us at radiolawtalk.com. Hey, you can follow me at frederickpenny1 on Instagram, or you can do it at radiolawtalk on Instagram. I'm growing. Which I'm makes growing. you wonder who's Frederick Penny without Guess the one. Who I'm going to get just the Frederick. I'm just getting Frederick. I'm going to get I'm going to get big enough that you want. Cal, will you buy me an ice cream if Instagram just says we're going to do at Frederick? I'm that popular. You know it. I'll make it happen. All right. Yeah. I got it happen. All right. We'll be back after this. All right, folks. Stay tuned. There's more Radio Law Talk coming up, including case or no case, that will take you down to the bowels of the sea. Coming up next, right here. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. 
This is Frederick Penny. Todd Cunin. And Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com. And we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds at the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes, sitting right in your car, wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack, will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was at the quick quack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck. Get on the road, come visit the dog. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life. Majestic and grand, they clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, and now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild, and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. See how you can help. Radio Lotta. I like that show. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. All right, we're back. Uh, we, were, uh, we were about ready to do uh, uh, Kate, Don't do it yet, Cal, but 
Todd says we, we're going to do a TikTok dance someday. So be, those of you who don't know what that is, I know everyone's over 40 that listens to our show. We've got to have to do a TikTok dance. Not now, maybe next week. I mean, the it, state or states. Yes. As, as, long, as long as we all sign waivers, because I'm pretty certain if the three of us or four of us, Cal gets involved, the four of us do one of those TikTok dances, I'm almost positive somebody is going to throw a hip or <laughs> end up injured or That's something. So everybody's got to sign waivers, even though we know that those are easily gone. All right, Cal, let's roll it. Let's That's do good. this. They'll be, they'll, be, <laughs> yes. they'll be throwing up something. I'm pretty sure of that. All right, here we go. <laughs> now it's time to play Case or No Case. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I take you as promised down under the sea. April 9th, 1963, a nuclear submarine with a new class of hull, the USS Thresher, got underway from Kittery, Maine, 8 o'clock in the morning to begin her initial post-overhaul dive trials. In the area east of Cape Cod, Massachusetts, the Thresher conducted an initial dive test, surfaced, and then performed a second dive to half-test depth. Easy for me to say. Then at 6.30 on April 10th, they started the serious business, the deep dive trials. Following standard practice, Thresher slowly dove deeper. As the Thresher neared her test depth, her nurse ship on top, the Skylark, heard this garbled thing that said something like, Minor difficulties have an up angle attempting to blow. And then an even more garbled message with the number 900. And the thresher was heard from no more. And the issue is nobody knows why. There was no further communication from the thresher at that point. So a Navy captain many years later got curious about this and said, you know, I know this is a nuclear submarine. There are probably some classified secrets, but we're not using that class of sub anymore. I want to know what happened. So he decided to sue his, or that's not true. He talked about suing his own agency under the Freedom of Information Act to try to get the report on the sinking of the thresher released. So I thought it was an interesting case. And so I thought it would be one I would share with you right here on Radio Law Talk. So Denise, you have the lead in points. So I'd like to start with you, if I may. Denise has 12 points. Todd has seven. Fred has seven. Denise, go ahead. But before that, who, who, I thought who, I had 14. I got okay. all four. Who, who was the person? Last time. Who, who, who's the person that you were talking Let's about? I can find the his Navy name. captain. Just a Navy oh, captain. Just a Navy yeah, captain. Yeah, I'm not okay. going to give you his name because it's it's interesting but not important to the case. Okay. Yeah. And he he was looking into suing under the Freedom of Information Act to get information regarding what actually happened yes. to the submarine. There was a 900-page classified report, 900-page, wow. and he said, I want that report. I want to know what happened. Oh. I don't know if he had a relative on there. I don't know, but I know he was highly motivated to get to the bottom of that. So what okay. do you think? Well, it's definitely a possibility, um, and you can access documents like this, even classified documents after a certain period of time, yep. by the Freedom of Information Act. So, um, so it might be redacted. I think I, I no case. And the reason I say no case, <laughs> I'll tell you why. Fair enough. <laughs> because you corrected yourself <laughs> and you said, oh, well, he contemplated suing. Well, that's because for this purpose of case or no case, I can't tell you that he sued. Right. So, Mr. Penny, what say you? Go to Denise's left. Well, the answer no is I don't know if there was a lawsuit, but you don't have to sue to uh, make a claim under the Freedom of Information Act. So I'm gonna, my answer is uh, he did file a Freedom of Information Act. I don't know that he actually sued, so it's a true scenario, and, uh, but I don't think it was a case, but it actually happened 
that he did bring a Freedom of Information Act claim against uh, the government to find out the information. And what do you believe the result might have been? The result was he got all the he got his uh, information that some of it was well he's not going to be able to if it's classified. But from the 1963, I think it's over with. So it's 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 past mm-hmm. its due, and he was able to get some, not all, some okay. of the information. Right. Uh, Todd, what say you? Well, 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 Mr. Hunter, I just don't know how you sleep at night. Yeah, I don't very know. Well, I am going to say, <laughs> actually, I'm going to agree with Denise. I'm going to say no case, and here's why. Because I find it very odd that you made reference to a garbled message that said some reference to the number 900, and there just happened to be a 900-page classified report that they came up, and I think that's too coincidental to be a coincidence. You made it up. No case. Hmm. Now Fred's going, dang it. No, no, I didn't say, no, Cal, I said it was a scenario, never a case. case. Fred's over, I didn't take my hand off the rook. I can still change my move. That's true. So no, saying, I'm just clarifying. So you're I saying said it was no case. It was, no, I said it was a scenario. So I, but I tell you what I'm doing, Cal. I've got my foot in each side you're, you're, of the. You're hitching a little bit, Fred. What you're I'm doing. sitting <laughs> on the fence. Well, I, want, I want to know, case or no case, yes or no? Uh, it, no, it's not a case, but it is a scenario. And Denise, you say no case? I said no case. Todd, you said no case? No case. Okay, well, that's that's really fascinating. I love that when I listen to guys talk about all this. Those of you who say it was not a case, that would be all three of you. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> oh, <my> God, <laughs> man. Dang it. I should have said case. Oh. Not only was it a case, the government began to release portions of the report the judge ordered them to release it 30 pages per month. So he's got he's gotten 90 pages so far out of the 900 and still does not know the cause of the crash. Oh, so it th- only happened three months ago that he yeah, well, made well, it's this fairly recent. This it's article valid. I read, so yeah, it's fairly recent. Wow. And I, I was just fascinated by the whole thing that some guy said, listen, I want to know what happened here. Right. That is a great case scenario that is interesting for our listeners and stumped us all. Almost didn't stump me. I was close. But see, I did say it was a scenario, true? So I was close. It's like it was a hand grenade, you know? And it was like or horseshoes, you know. I almost got the you know the ringer, but he's, not he's quite. He's trying to lobby his way into a point, a half a not point. Gonna, not going to happen. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk about hand grenades and horseshoes or the Durst trial, same thing. Uh, we're going to discuss uh, some interesting things that are going on. We'll give you a brief overview about the Durst trial because uh, I'm telling you, if you don't know what's going on, it is bizarre with a capital B. In fact, I think this is one of the ones where the judge said, this is quite interesting and bizarre, this case. We'll be back after this. And also next hour on Case or No Case, I'm going to take you to a New York deli for a bagel. That's all coming up right here on Radio Law Talk. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Or 5108. I like the Amargosa Valley. This is Radio Law Talk. Okay, uh, thumbnail sketch, brief overview, quickly, Durst. The Durst family is a very well-known family, uh, big developers, uh, developed skyscrapers and out of New York, right? Out of New York. Robert Durst is kind of the black sheep of the family. My general understanding is, is you know, the family is a great uh, upstanding people that are good citizens, and and Robert just kind of went off the deep end a little bit. Uh, that's an understatement. Um, he had a wife. She disappeared. That was uh, over what 30 or 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Just disappeared. Um, and then he uh, killed. His friend and neighbor, he claimed in self-defense and chopped him up and put him in bags and threw him over in the river, uh, was found not guilty in that case, and that was in Texas, was it? Yes, it was in that Texas. That was in Texas. Um, and then his confidant, a really close friend of his, his lady that knew apparently, uh, quote, too much, uh, she uh, then was... Killed. Yeah, uh, shot in the back uh, of the shot head. Shot in the back of the head, and they're trying to figure out what happened to her. And she, by the way, was her dad was a Las Vegas famous mobster. What's it? The Jew? Something the Jew? The Davy the Jew? Davy the Jew. Davy yes. the Jew yes. was her father. And um, now he's and on. And she was tri- the only child yeah. of his. And sh- and Durst is now in trial in Los Angeles because this is where this happened in Southern California for the murder of this friend of his. Okay. And so that kind of sets it up. And this guy, Durst, 
decides before the trial, and this is before he's, he's indicted for this murder of this friend of his, and after the chopping up the guy deal and his wife missing, let me just get to this point, he went on an HBO special. And on this HBO special, he talked about, you know, just some, some issues and things. And then while he was in the bathroom and still mic'd up, now, we don't know if HBO kept him mic'd up or they forgot to turn it off, but he said some bizarre things while he was passing gas the whole time. And because he wasn't going number one, he was going number two. And uh, that is the best go to our Facebook or YouTube of Radio Law Talk. And you can see the bloopers, uh, which where we're laughing, of him actually talking to himself and saying, you know, things like I did or he they, they say I did it. And, yeah, I, he said all these weird things. They've got you now. They've got you now. Nothing all to these do, things. but yeah, right. Yeah, right. all these things he's saying. And so that's going to come up in this trial. So the trial started in Los Angeles. It's now opened up, and they've started with some testimony. And the first, some of the first testimony that they've done is his wife, former wife, they've never found the body. And again, we always say this and reiterate it, innocent until proven guilty. At this point, Mr. Durst is completely innocent and maybe innocent. So let's, let, but we're just going to tell you some of the evidence that the prosecution is now laying before the jury. The first thing is the wife that disappeared, they've never found anything. They've never found her. Um, who's testifying is a Dr. Marion Waddington. And this doctor was apparently a liaison in medical school for Mr. Durst's wife's 30, about 30 years ago, 40 years ago. And she said as follows. So she's testifying what she said. And then Todd and Denise are going to get into the evidence, how they can, because that's hearsay. But why this this person from the dead is basically well we don't know if she's dead it's been forty years but I think they've said she they've uh, declared her dead declared her dead but she said as followed this person testified as follows that Miss Durst Mr Durst's former wife said quote this is her testifying she said should anything happen to me you make sure you don't let the the B get away with it. And then so she cusses and calls him some. And um and 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 then and then they she said this I had a sick feeling when I heard she was missing. So she testifies of that Thursday, I believe on Thursday. And and don't forget, there he is not being prosecuted for the murder of his wife. It's of this friend, and I'm gonna put in quotes, that was shot in the back of the head. Yeah, that's right, because, look, before the HBO special came out, the investigation had gone stale into the death, and and something interesting came out in opening statements that the defense made, and here's the reason why it had gone stale. They didn't find any fibers, no DNA, no hair, nothing at the crime scene for Berman. This is the person who, in her house, as alleged, was shot execution style in the back of the head, no forced entry. It was somebody, they opined because of that, that she knew that she had let in. Now, Durst admits that he wrote the note. He admits that he wrote... What note? The, Tell the note. That's an, an anonymous mm-hmm. note saying uh, that he sent to, that was sent to the police saying, 
uh, I think it was like body at this location. Cadaver. Because, yeah. Cadaver, because he wanted somebody to go there and find her. It was an out-of-the-way location residence. And if nobody had known to go there, who knows how long the body would have been there. He admits that he did that, but... I mean, nothing was found at the scene, and until the statements came up on the HBO special, they didn't have anything to tie into, and that was something that the defense focused on in their opening statement. The toilet statements. Yes, the the toilet statements that were made. But here's the thing about this case, and you have to – this falls, in, in my opinion, in the category of be careful what you ask for, because the prosecution has wanted to get in the evidence of the missing spouse, the evidence of the missing spouse's statements. And as you pointed out, Fred, that's clearly hearsay. Now, just to the definition is a statement made outside of court, not by a witness at the trial, uh, a statement made outside of court that's being introduced. And you want the jury to believe it for the truth of what that statement says. And so the question here is, on what legal theory does it come in? One of the exceptions to the hearsay rule is called the dying breath declaration. But that is only applies to statements where somebody is, they've been mortally wounded, they're not dead yet, and they make a statement about who did it, and then they pass. Okay, that is an exception. Well, these statements here don't fall into well, that. Well, exigent circumstance, emergency circumstance, they can if there's an emergency. Well, there's but this is not necessarily an emergency. Well, I, I'm talking about yeah. statements of the deceased because they're, they're, they're the, saying yeah, yeah. that she is dead. And so one of those is the dying breath right. declaration. That doesn't come in. Exigent circumstances, that's something that's made under the excitement of, right. a, uh, of an incident that you're witnessing. And, and the theory behind that is you, a person would not have had time to fabricate it. That's right. Okay. Well, that doesn't apply here. Uh, sometimes you can bring in, we saw this in the, in the Weinstein case, evidence of a common motive, plan, or scheme. Well, okay, they can't even prove how or if technically his wife is dead. She's disappeared. They don't know the manner in which that death occurred. So I don't see how this comes in under common plan or motive or scheme. And the reason why I say this all falls under the heading of be careful what you ask for is... If you get evidence in under shaky legal theories or questionable legal theories, you are opening it up for all sorts of rulings on appeal to overturn a a, a conviction because an appellate court could very well say, well, yeah, this, this evidence should not have been admitted and it was highly prejudicial. So you got to go back and do it again and not introduce those statements. And so mm, it's... It is questionable. Yeah, but it doesn't appear ahead. the defense objected to this evidence. Well, they didn't object to the evidence because the introduction of this evidence and arguing over whether or not it can be introduced was handled by way of pretrial motions, and those happened back in 2018 and 2019. Got it. And so the court already ruled that this evidence was admissible. They did all of that arguing for days and 400-page motions, but they did it a year, year and a half ago. Are they trying to argue like a pattern or something? I, I have no idea well, here's what the, the theory is. This one Berman wasn't cut up and, you know, no, no, all that no, way. Shot I mean, in the back of the head. Yeah, yes. but very here's, different. But here's the interesting thing. She testified, this is the doctor, that 40 years ago when this happened, first of all, she said, you know, it didn't surprise her, but she testified that she, well, did you call the cops? Yes, I did call the police, and they dismissed me and, and actually hung up on me. And she said they just completely ignored her. And she said that, don't forget, at this time, Durst, his wife was in the process of divorcing him. 
but but just bizarre that look i've got this information i'm friends of both of them this is what she said up uh, hangs up on her. oh yeah we've heard all that so this is uh, kind of bizarre what what's going on in the Sturz trial but there's a few more that 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 testify in this trial we're going to talk about when we come back the former wife that's been missing since 40 years her brother gets up and testifies very interesting what his testimony is about we'll be back there's a lot of really good things coming up right here on Radio Law Talk, whether you're listening on your favorite radio station or on radiolawtalk.com. And remember, we podcast from that site as well. So we appreciate you listening no matter where it's from. We'll be right back right here. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108. That's 800-814-5108. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS, and they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. 
Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call. 916-259-4043. 916-259-4043. Concussion Medical Clinic. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics, chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Are you serious? Oh, that's stone. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. So we're back talking about the Durst trial down in Los Angeles. Now, the uh, the friend uh, or the liaison in medical school, apparently the wife was going, the former wife of Mr. Durst was going to medical school. And again, the trial's not about his wife that disappeared 40 years ago. It's about uh, his his friend that uh, was shot in the back of the head um, not too, uh, a little while ago, uh, but not, I, can't, I, I don't remember, I don't have the date on the top of my head. But anyway, long story short, now stepping up is his former wife's brother, Jim McCormick, is obviously 40 years later, testifying about what he observed of Mr. Durst. And, and it says that those those who were in the court, that he stared at Mr. Durst as he was testifying. I mean, upset, clearly upset about this guy. And said, you know, he, he basically, he, you know what he's thinking. Um, but he testified during a Christmas event at their parent, at mom's house. That would be his, Jim's mother and his sister and um, Mr. Durst's former wife. Uh, that apparently it was time to go. They were all enjoying each other. It was early evening of some some time period, and 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 he was like antsy to go. And he started walking to the door and let's go. And she kept talking to her family before they left. And he actually walked out the door, and then came back because she hadn't followed him and grabbed her by the top of the head and the hair and just drug her out. And so he saw. Basically, and so he testified that the, uh, the physical type abuse that he had seen this individual um, treat his wife um, and the sister um, during a Christmas uh, time period. So uh, anyway, that's that's kind of uh, the the last uh, thing that that of testimony during this week. That uh, again, this trial's just started, but we're going to continue to follow it, Todd and Denise. Yeah, it, you know, 
last segment we were talking about one thing and I wanted to ask Denise about this because again this was the this was just going back to the statements that Durst's wife allegedly made to her mentor, the medical individual, about if anything ever happens to me, look at him. Denise, as a practitioner of family law, how often do you see, or how how common is it, or what's the frequency in a, say, a contentious divorce, because they were going through divorce, for one party to say to their attorney or somebody else, hey, if anything ever happens to me, look at that person, and then nothing ever happens? I mean, what's does that happen? Is it? Well, it happens. It happens. It's not often that that happens, but it does happen. Um, <clears throat> I would say that it happened. It, if it and when it happens, the actual demise of the person doesn't usually occur. Yeah, and, and that's and the reason I bring this up is if somebody was looking at these statements, saying, "Well, yeah, you see, they said it. She said this, and and then she goes missing, and this was in the middle of a contentious divorce." I would think that a court might look at that reason for introducing the evidence and say, "Yeah, I, I, I don't know that that's as rare as you think that it is." I think I've got the reason why it is connected. What's that? Because Miss Berman, his friend. Apparently, this is what has been alleged, that right after the the disappearance of his wife, um, she made a critical phone call, um, and she pretended to be his wife, saying that she was going to be away for a while and would miss work. So the phone call had been tied back to Miss Berman, who ended up dead. So that may be the connector that brings in the information about his former wife. And, and then to, par- to piggyback on that, another piece of evidence that is, I don't know if it's been introduced yet or is proposed to be introduced, is the statements of the deceased, Miss Berman, where apparently she has claimed she had claimed to somebody before her death that she assisted Durst in covering up the murder of his wife. Now, look, when you look at this evidence, one of the things that the prosecution has to show is motive. What is Durst's motive for killing Berman? And the motive becomes very important when you don't have an eyewitness and you can't say who did it. Look, if somebody sees person A kill person B, you don't really have to get too much into motive because there's no question about identity. But when you don't know who committed the murder, now motive becomes very important because you start to look at who stood the most to gain by this. And if it's true that Berman had made this statement and that she was going to or had made an appointment or had told Durst that she was going to talk to the police... Now you have motive, and that puts those statements into into what's called a dual category. One category is hearsay, clearly. It's out of court, offered for its truth. You want the jury to believe that she was actually going to say that. But then the alternate, if, if I'm the prosecution, I say, no, 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 I'm not introducing it for the truth of the matter. I'm introducing that statement for the effect on the hearer, regardless of whether she was actually going to talk to the police, regardless of whether she actually helped cover up the murder. The fact that she was going to make that statement alone is something that would have scared Durst to the point that he thought, I have to eliminate her so she will not make the statement. And so it's that dual use. And apparent, is that a state of mind exception? It, it's, well, what the court, 
what the court does is it looks at it and says, well, if it's not being offered for the truth of the matter, if it's not being offered to actually show that Berman helped with the, helped covering it up and that she was going to go to the police, if it's not offered to say that those facts are actually true, but just for the statement, then it's not technically hearsay because it's not being offered to the jury so the jury can believe those things. Got they it. just want the jury to hear that she said she was going to do those things, which gave Durst motive. And so apparently the court did a balancing test and felt that the prosecution's theory held out, so they're going to let it in. And again, still raises the issue on appeal. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So we're going to follow this. Stay in, stay with us again. Go to uh, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. Or tweet us at Radio Law Talk again eight five five Law Radio if you want to talk about this, but um, but we're gonna we're gonna I w- I'm gonna touch really quick about we've got a number of other things uh, but I want to talk about R Kelly really quick this is a <laughs> this is a quick discussion before we end R Kelly is a famous rapper he's the guy that you've seen on television that was interviewed by that famous. A lady, what's her name? She's on the morning show. Gail King. Gail King. Yes. Gail. And and first of all, R. Kelly kind of went off. And if you ever want to see that, go on YouTube and find his interview with Gail King. But R. Kelly is hit in two different. Uh, uh, there's a case going on against him in Illinois, and uh, one in now in New York. They're bringing allegations. Again, it's allegations that he raped an underage girl and gave her herpes without disclosing that he had the disease. And that was in 2005, 15, 17. So now, um, you know, they're pursuing that. And and apparently, what's it say? One of the new counts that Kelly's indicted is is coercion, enticement of alleged victim, Jane Doe, and it carries 10 years, a minimum, minimum of 10-year sentence in prison. Um, And this is the individual that, remember, was... Apparently married to a 16-year-old or an underage um, girl. Uh, what is her name? Elia. Yeah. Elia. 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 Yes. Yeah. You know the the thing about the federal case in in uh, New York is. If convicted, carries a 10-year mandatory minimum sentence. Right, right. Okay. And the other thing that I see about this, there's always this question that I hear so often. Is there a rise in these type of cases, or are we just hearing about it more than we did before? And look, when you have—the thing about R. Kelly is that he would videotape these, allegedly, and and you could hear him making statements. And, well, you know, if a prosecutor gets a hold of a videotape, (laughs) let's just compare that to trying to prosecute the exact same conduct 40 years ago, before we had cell phones and the ability to take— you know. 20 years ago, before we had the ability to take video really quickly and to do all of that, um, I, I don't know if that means it happens more frequently or if it's just that people are so stupid to videotape well, this that the evidence You know is what, though? The thing is, they used to do that in the old days. I remember seeing Cal, pictures of Cal, holding the thing with the well, yeah. powder on it and taking these just... Just discriminating You've got me. bad pictures. You've but got you got to hold still for like what, you know? Well, he knows how to hold still. Okay. Had the flash powder, you know. Well, we're going to follow this R. Kelly. Uh, by the way, he's going to be tried in federal court in Chicago first, then Brooklyn for uh, next. His Brooklyn trial, New York, is uh, May May 18th. Join us for the second hour. We're having more fun. Again, 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. There are two more hours of Radio Law Talk yet ahead, whether on your favorite radio station, if they're carrying it all three. If not, flip over to RadioLawTalk.com. You can catch the rest of the show there.
You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. you have to on your life insurance. Hi, I'm John David Wells from the Wells Report. Did you know that life insurance rates have fallen 60% over the past 25 years? Even if you already own life insurance, you should check out the folks at AccuQuote. Since 1986, they've helped millions of people save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. Want some examples? Here's this one. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half million dollars worth of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month. Month. 20 or 30 year terms even permanent plans are also available and if you're on medications or have health problems the experts at AccuQuote will still work with you to find an affordable policy nobody does it better than AccuQuote call 877-437-5912 right now that's 877-437-5912 877-437-5912 life insurance AccuQuote call them today rates policy forms and availability vary by state 